0: This is CliffCentral.com Right now, we cross live to none other than Rich Mulholland (laughs) Who, Who apparently was on fire last week Jazz hands Yeah, 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 he's got his jazz hands up so you were you were apparently burning the place down on Monday last week. That's we had, what I heard. We
1: had fun. We had a good time. I was going to say for everyone giving Ben and Mub's crap. We had we had a good time last week. Can't <laughs> <laughs> remember what we spoke about now. Oh, but apparently it was all sex. about
0: your sex life and your relationship and all kinds of things. Was them. that we the thing? Deep. What
1: was the original? Was there another topic? It was just about because it was actually you guys were talking about that other thing first. We Were talking about plugging? Plugging. There yeah. we go. What yeah. is
0: plugging? That is when, as a female, you don a phallus and give it Mm. to your man, essentially. Do people
1: are into that? Well, nowadays, with how politically correct people are, if you're not into that, you're a sexist misogynist. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) If you're anti-plugging, Gareth, we can't be friends. (laughs) You're not democratic (laughs) enough.
0: All right, Rich. Listen, I love having you in here, but you uh, have an agenda every week. You've got things that you want to get off your chest. And then we can shoot the breeze and mess around afterwards. What do you want to, what do you want to talk about?
1: Right, so, In fact, the, the first thing I want to say is just something. Else, is that a uh, new tattoo? Um, it's halfway through a new tattoo. Mm. So, so right, it's yeah. going to go the whole thing. A whole sleeve is going to be finished. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look at you. Um, so I want to say to you, I was listening to what you were saying about the, um, the idols thing. And I think mm. it's such a business lesson there. I, I remember when I first met you, I spoke to you. We, we had a long chat about your ability to time leaving at the top, not at the bottom, is, is masterful. And I think it's a skill that people don't have. The ability to to walk out when you're good. I think that was always... I remember I was actually landing in uh, some other country when um, I heard that you were leaving 5FM. And the reason people were so shocked by it was because it wasn't like it was the inevitable and it was coming and things like that happened. And... um, uh, it wasn't like a John Robbie moment like we got uh, yesterday or sure. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good run, though, eh? Well, listen,
0: he's done well. And, and I don't think uh, there are people who will say he was pushed just like they did with me. I don't know. We don't know the details because we went in those meetings. But um, he's had a good
1: innings. I, in fact, handed that show over to him. And I, in fact, am looking forward to the John Robbie show in Cliff Central or Touch Central. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can come over here and I can complain about rugby. You know what? He's Fun. He's like an angry old man. Yeah. Uh, but, um, anyway, so just congratulations on that. Yeah. Your all timing is right. masterful you. and I think it's really great. So it's, it, I feel like a bit like I'm, I'm late to the party here. I, I want to carry on talking about this Trump thing. Yeah, sure. And, uh, it's on a lot of
0: people's minds. Yeah. I was actually hoping you would address this.
1: And I almost apologize that I'm coming at it so late, but I was so excited that I started writing stuff down way in advance. And then I, I had made all my notes. And I realized that, well, by the time I got here, most, most was being said, but I still think there's stuff to cover. Now, the first thing is the realization that when I woke up in the morning and saw he was winning, uh, it was just a bit of an emotional roller coaster. The first thing was that I was I was completely shocked. I actually didn't see it coming. I believed uh, what everybody said, that this was a thing, and I, and I didn't see it coming properly. I didn't even think it would be that close. The weirdest thing for me was when he won, realizing in my head that my I wasn't that disappointed. Like I genuinely thought, well, okay. And, and part of that is because I think what we... You need mean, were you, were you pleased or were you just not disappointed? No, I wasn't disappointed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so I certainly didn't want him to win. Like I, I it wasn't that I wanted him to win. I must say, I, I think that I was, I was a little bit more nervous from a geopolitical global standpoint mm-hmm. of what would happen if Hillary won. You know, I thought like, like the idea of, and I, I wouldn't trust uh, 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 Trump with a nuke button, but but I was a bit more worried about what her policies would do uh, for the world going forward. But what amazed me the most was how people, what people were complaining about. And what I realized is very, very few people were pro-Clinton. What they were was simply anti-Trump. Mm-hmm. And I realized that's not enough to build a campaign on. You can't build a campaign on the fact that you don't like somebody. Uh, or that you and there wasn't enough. And I've been increasingly frustrated that the only reason that people are upset with Trump being in is for things is basically because of his lack of political correctness. Like this is the things that people largely complain about. Now, you know, granted, they also bring up things like his uh, the wall, the Mexicans, the things and stuff. But, but everyone is it's the racist, uh, uh, misogynistic. It's all of these things yep. that um, that they're bringing up, and, and a lot of the racial things are around the Mexican illegal immigrants. A lot of the misogynistic things are around the things he said on the bus and that he said in the past. And I think what we lacked in this, I guess my observation is more on the the campaign. And I hope the real lesson is that this was a a very good lesson in how campaigns should never be run again. It it was such a horrible – it was such a negative it was all about uh, what can we say how how can we slander and smear and do these things but i actually people i've spoken to aren't smart on either people's policies nobody knows no no
0: no and there was very little discussion of policies i mean if you'd actually gone in and drilled down into what both trump and clinton wanted to do policy wise i think you would have been very thin yeah um and and you're right it it what it boiled down to was the one team wanted to impose their morality on the other team right and the other team just did not care about the morality of the other team yeah. so you you ended up with with two sort of poles of people and and a whole lot of people let's
1: be fair in between who really just chose the lesser of two evils right well and also on that one of the things that people were like every american that um, voted for um trump must be a and and also all the people who didn't vote. And well, I they think- must
0: all be. White male misogynistic yeah. racist uh, transphobes.
1: I actually had a, an argument with the lady the other day on Twitter. You know, as you do, and the, she'd said uh, somebody posted a post to said, you know, my heart's go out to all my LGBT friends and all these and um, Latino friends and things like this, and I'm so worried for them.
0: Let me just remind you that in the Middle East, you should actually be concerned for these things, and should have been for the last couple of years. It, nothing's changed for people who are right. who are LGBTI in that part of the world. They actually are killed. Under Donald Trump, I have yet to hear of an LGBTI person who has been killed or has been threatened. And I did hear Donald Trump saying very clearly during a 60 Minutes interview when he was asked about violence and and threats against people in that community. He told his supporters, point blank, looking at the camera, he said, stop it. Now, that's that's probably the the most definitive uh, leadership move anyone's made in the last few weeks.
1: The reason people are, and this is a uh, debate we've had in this very show a while ago. People are saying somebody are anti-LGBTQ, whatever, alphabet soup, yeah. because they don't agree with mixed gender toilets. That's it. Yeah. This is, this is the argument. That's not anti-gay. It's not anti-lesbian. It's not anti-queer. It's just a Republican conservative point of view. Now, the one thing that, that I think a lot of people are forgetting is that America is a largely Christian. Uh, society mm-hmm. and one of the things that hillary was was pro-abortion uh, or pro-life pro-choice sorry and i spoke to a lot of people who simply as much as they didn't like trump and what he stood for they simply couldn't vote for a person who voted for the killing of embryos and children and things like that in mm-hmm. their mind and so you but now if you, you're not allowed to, a, a Polaroid's point of view If you don't agree with abortion Then you're now a white misogynist uh, Like it's it's such an absurd yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There's, there's oversimplification going on But can I just point out That I'm very proud that uh, The evangelical community in America Have just elected the first openly Atheist president in American history Thank you very much evangelicals You morons Really? Because mm, Trump doesn't care about Jesus Or any of that stuff He really doesn't He's not interested in that at all
1: I've never, I've never actually heard him. Is he openly? Uh, uh, he, oh, he, 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 he gives some lip service. Yeah, yeah. He, he he
0: said, um, oh, I read two Corinthians or whatever. He doesn't even know how the Bible works, yeah. you know, how you name the chapters or anything. He's never read the Bible. Donald Trump doesn't care about God. To mind, care half about the Jesus.
1: people call themselves Christians. He talks about praying.
0: He gives it lip service like Barack Obama did. Um, but Barack Obama actually would attend church services. Trump would for the campaign. You'll never see him in a church again unless it's some – national memorial i can guarantee it this is the this is the guy who cares less about religion than any other president in history and great i'm thrilled
1: so let me tell you why the lack of disappointment thing or the lack of being as worried as everybody else have you seen that show black mirror no what is it so, it's some British TV show that came out in 2011. It's pretty good. You should watch it. And, um, in this opening scene, this princess gets kidnapped. It's, it's one of these shows where every week, it's a commentary on how the world will change and technology will change the world. Okay. Uh, and every week is, like, oh, every episode is a completely different point of view. All right. And there's one where this, this princess in Britain, this love princess gets kidnapped. And, uh, there's a ransom note that comes through and a video that, you know, you got to release me, things like this. Right. And the only way is that the prime minister has to go on television at 4 p.m. that day and shag a pig live (laughs) in front of everybody and at first and the guy's looking at this video and he's like this is horrific and he says i'm not shagging a pig guys like it's not going to happen a live pig and at first everybody in the polls says um you don't have to shag the pig like we completely understand nobody would make you do that and i'm not going to give too much away but something happens that then the polls change and all of a sudden sentiment changes and sentiment changes, and all of and all his advisors, by the way, were saying, you don't have to shag the pig, you don't have to shag the pig. Sentiment all of a sudden changes, and now everyone is saying to him, dude, you got to tap that pig, right? <laughs> you have to do it. Politically, this is the best move for you. And I, I think that if you go back in Trump's campaign, and we're going to tell you what he actually did, but you, you should really watch it. But uh-huh. I think if you go back and you see Trump's campaign, I think at some point something he said was blown out of proportion or something he said was construed to be one way. And I actually think Hillary's team said something about Trump that made him appear to be a sexist or a racist or whatever the case may be. And as soon as his pollsters saw how positively it impacted on his campaign, I think that what happened is that he realized and he was advised, hey man, shag the pig, you have to go out there and be – out there and push that this way because that's a winning agenda well, and i the, there was like a sort of rumor that the whole WikiLeaks thing yeah. one of the things was that clinton's campaign was entirely based on perpetuating the idea that that's that trump is this guy right this pussy grabbing horrible misogynist Did, but now so now imagine you're, you're sitting there and that happens and all of a sudden your ratings go up and you're thinking, wait a minute, mm-hmm. they love this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, there's two things There's two things here. If you want to be a president of the United States, now I'm not saying he's this amazing guy. Don't get me wrong, but sure. nobody hated him when he was on The Apprentice as much as they do now. I understand the context is different. But um, I'm saying that if you figure out, if you do want to make a change somewhere, the first thing you have to do is get voted in. Right. And if you realize the way to get voted in is to get a little bit hated. And for everybody who is saying, Oh, my heart goes out to all the Americans. The Americans voted for Donald Trump. And you can complain about the electoral college till you're blue in the face and how the voting system yeah. works. You wouldn't have been whining if, if it had been the other way. If Hillary had won using the same
0: and, and, and you display a dis- graceful lack of understanding of your own constitution if you right. think the electoral college is a problem
1: because what it does is it's it's designed every president
0: to, right. up to number 45 how can you suddenly have a problem with
1: it and it's designed to stop these unreasonable majorities in certain states and things like that it's actually there to help the democratic process not right and uh, uh, smart people uh, devised it and then the last thing i want to say is that if you were shocked if you were shocked change the people you follow on social media. That's it. I said the same thing last week. Right. Because Stop
0: following Chelsea
1: Handler, she's giving you bad information. But also everybody, the echo chamber. So yeah. the so the first thing is this is you must understand I think again I've said this exactly on the show. All that political correctness on social media does is means that people won't say what they feel. Mm -hmm. What political correctness has perpetuated is that I'm afraid to now say this is why the mainstream media got it wrong. Because people are too embarrassed to admit that they're not comfortable with one thing because they're going to get slated live in social media about it. So all they're doing is they're following the party line saying the right thing. And then when they get to the polling station, they're saying, but but shit, I actually can't. Vote for this. I'm voting Republican.
0: I spoke to someone in America, and they said they speak to the cab drivers, and they said it was easy to tell from the cab drivers, because they're all, you know, from all over the world, yeah. but they're American. They can work there, so they must be American now, and they're probably going to vote. And If you ask them, you get an interesting spread of political opinion. The people who are pro-Hillary, they said they're pro-Hillary. No embarrassment. The people who wanted to vote Trump, and probably did, would always say, well, I'm undecided, or they'd say... You know, I kind of think I might vote for Trump, but mm. in other words, they weren't out there and open and public about their opinion for fear of exactly right. what you're saying. They knew they, they were going, going to be going called to vote. part of the problem. They were going to be labeled as racists. They were going to be labeled as homophobes. All of those things that nobody wants to be called. And they aren't those things. But they, they're they scared to death of the left calling them those things. Right.
1: And that, to me, is the reason I wasn't disappointed, to bring this right the way round, It had nothing to do with Trump being in or not being in. Because I do think either, one, either which one, because there was no policy statements, we actually don't really have much sense of what it is. It's so that the whiny, political correct left people can realize that their model is flawed that it is not working. Forcing people to not be open and honest about what they say in fear that you trigger some sort of emotion because once your dad swore it, your mom and shit happened and you feel terrible about it is not effective. We need to put to rest this political correct bullshit. We need to be able to say what we feel even if we are disagreed with and we need to engage in open and honest conversation about what real issues are. You could not do that over this election. If I went on to social media and said which i wasn't but if i because i wasn't pro either of them really if i went on and said i am pro trump i would have been slated and no opinion i had would have been worthwhile because it is a non-politically correct point of view because it is not playing to that line and this is a flawed model and the one thing that makes me happy is we've realized that that making people lie about what they really feel is not effective
0: and listen we there isn't there isn't a good person on Earth. There are bad people on on Earth who who want this, but there isn't a good person on Earth who doesn't want to defeat racism and sexism 100%. and homophobia and all of these things which make life difficult for people who who see difference before they see things that make us one species. Right. Those people, the only way we're going to convince them is by engaging them. is not by chasing them into dark corners. It started in this country in January when we had that whole penny sparrow thing. And I remember all the shit I was in for saying people don't understand freedom of speech. Well, this election and Brexit and everything else has proven that I was right. And I hate to say I told you so, but in this case I have to. Mm. Again, we're back at the point Where those who wish to impose their moral attitudes, supposedly moral attitudes, on everybody else, in the left, have been found to have instead of opened up conversation, instead of, of giving people an opportunity to argue and to have a marketplace of ideas where the best idea wins, they have been shown to be totalitarian in trying to impose their ideas on everyone else, and it's backfired. Horribly, and until the left realize that this is not the way to go, it's going to keep happening to them and they'll keep losing left, right, and center.
1: 100%. My, I'm, I guess it reminds me of a lot of people uh, when I was openly atheist started saying to me, But then, how do you have morals? They can't understand because I don't agree with one set of principles that I don't have another set. And it's exactly the same thing. Just because I'm not politically correct at all and just because I can say things and I'm openly sometimes can say things that would even offend people, it certainly does not mean in any way I support. But I believe that issues are best spoken about than not spoken about and sometimes even laughed about and and prodded fun with because that's how we deal with stuff. Couldn't agree more. And be Thanks, able to, guys.
0: And you know what? Let's have a bit of a sense of humor because this election was also humorless. It was people calling each other very seriously. Everything was a hate crime. Yeah. Everybody's opinion was a, a hate crime. When you when you water down real hatred by saying that everything's a hate crime, you, you, yes, you, you take away the power. Uh, we, we, we aren't all little snowflakes who need to be protected from other people's nasty things. The world is actually... Mostly a nice place but, but can be very cruel And if you live in an echo chamber And you live in a safe space Where no one's nasty words can hurt you I've got bad news for you When you do get out into the real world yeah. And people don't like what you have to say Or they think that you're a loser Or they think that you're useless And they say it You're going to crumble Yeah. And we don't want a whole nation A whole international community Of, of, of weak little feeble uh, millennials We need people who can actually think uh, for themselves and stand up for themselves be proud of who they are
1: yeah last week the real world voted there we go cool so, man thank you Nice guys much. that All was right, a heavy Rich. one fun Jeez. next week oh good stuff though
0: this is cliffcentral.com Cliff